radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? Already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast. Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome, everyone, to the Week 6 Recap Fantasy Football Scoop and... Scoop. I am Tony. I am here with Turtle, unmuted, as always. Uh, <laughs> we have we have primetime... Uh, again, we're, we're, we're very tired and it's very late. So, uh, this might be a weird podcast, but, uh, Hey, if it wouldn't be scoop and poop, if it wasn't weird, right guys. Yeah. Let's get weird, dude. I'm all about it. Yeah, We, we love weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Let's keep it weird. Cause this, this week was weird. Uh, lots of, uh, lots of. Bad scoring, low scoring. Only one team scored over a hundred points this week. Um, it, I think, league average was like seventy something. I want to say, yeah, uh, seventy two. Seventy two. That's terrible. That's that's terrible. That's that's like a that's like a Ditka league average right there. That's that's not that's not what we're used to seeing in this league. Uh, so let's get into the matchups from week six. We'll start, as always, in the Balls Mahoney with my occasional crotch chop versus Santino's Wolf Pack. And uh, 65 to 55, I end up taking this victory. I was not. Uh... Are you still there, Tony? Yeah, I'm here. You here? Hello? Yeah, you win the. You went silent for a minute. Did I go? Did I get in the void? Did I get oh, sucked didn't. up by the the Cylons? Is that what happened? Yeah. No, that's just that's Florida internet. It could be Florida internet as well. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I love still... this episode already. This is awesome. <laughs> it's a residual residual Ian uh, <laughs> microburst or something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this was not a microburst. This was a terrible fantasy football game. 65 to 55, I end up beating Santino, who, going into Monday Night Football, needed 39 points out of three players, and he did not get there, but it was, uh, I, w- I was getting nervous because he got ended up getting 13 points out of a kicker, and Turtle, we always know that uh, whenever, whenever that happens, that's a bad sign. Yeah, 
especially when you put up 55 points and 13 if it's a kicker. Yeah. Yeah, Santino had a couple duds. He got a zero out of the newly acquired Kareem Hunt. Uh, four rushes, but only 12 yards. No, no catches, no touchdowns, not enough yards for a point. And um, uh, Russell Wilson, still bad. Only 10 points, got one touchdown, but uh, not not looking good. Uh, my team wasn't much better. Uh, I did get a good performance out of Josh Allen with three touchdowns. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, good receiver numbers, seven catches, 89 yards, and then ends up with like 14 points. Um, Joe Mixon got me a touchdown. I think that's my only touchdown outside of Josh Allen. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, I had to play uh, a tight end. And a rookie because of uh, other things, bye weeks, uh, loss of faith in other players. But uh, I, I ended up squeaking it by. Uh, were, was anybody awake uh, Monday Night Football while I was dreadfully watching that game? Uh, I was for a little bit what during the, the, the text uh, conversations. Uh, I did not stay awake to the whole game, and I found out uh, later about the final score, but uh, yeah, I think I, I fell asleep. Like I stayed up past halftime, which is my record. Uh, so yeah, I saw p- part of it. How about you, Turtle? I was going to ask what game it was. I forgot it was the the Broncos Chargers, the Mike Williams uh, breakout game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that one. Also, if, uh, if Santino just. Made, didn't make that trade and had Jamar Chase. He wins. He could have taken a zero from his quarterback or uh, running back. He could have started Trevor Lawrence uh, and won. Well, yeah, but that's what it is. I can't say anything about uh, people playing wrong quarterbacks because uh, I got called out last year for being the worst. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know what David Njoku did this week, but uh, I don't know if he got the ten points or not. But uh, we'll. I mean. Santino, there was a couple things that could have happened, but they didn't happen. Uh, one touchdown to Jerry Judy from Russell Wilson gets him there. And he did have a uh, a red zone target that my butthole puckered when he uh, when <laughs> when he dropped it. He dropped it, it, it released, but uh, it was close. And if he catches that touchdown, then I lose. So um, uh, Santino goes to one and five. I go to five and one, and we'll go to the next matchup. And we have Turtles, New Wave Hookers, versus Team Serbia. Another nail-biter, 63-60, to 60, Turtle takes the victory. Now, this one has some uh, controversy again. Uh, this came down to a negative, five, negative three defensive uh, loss from Serbia. Uh, Turtle, you won by three. He lost three points from this, this rule that we have. Uh, how are you feeling uh, being on the on the right side of this? I I'm on the wrong side of it so much that uh it, it's got to correct at some point. Plus, just get rid of these fucking things that we don't have to worry about. Did I? Could I? You know, whatever with the defenses, or just don't do the negatives. Give them bonuses if they win. I think we used to do that, didn't we? Didn't we do? Yeah. If, it, it used to be familiar. it used to be plus five if you won. And it'd be negative five if you lost. Didn't matter how much you lost by or anything like that. Um, and then we changed it at some point. 
Yeah, that's easier to keep track of at least instead of like, oh my guy, you know, my team lost by ten. Do I get two points, negative three points? I don't have a fucking clue. So I'm always guessing with those, and I hate them, <laughs> all of them. All right, we'll talk about your squad this week. You got a a, a good game again from Dalvin Cook. Are you uh, are you are you back to thinking he's a dependable play every week? Yeah, he has to be. He's getting enough production. He's doing enough with it. He gets the the touchdowns here and there now. Um, I, I just I don't get touchdowns out of my squad that much anymore. Uh, like Justin Jefferson, six for one hundred and seven. I, I think it was after halftime before any of them. I had Jefferson, Brady, Godwin, and Cook going and had like five points at halftime. It, it was real bad. Um, so luckily everybody picked it up in the second half and and they got a little closer, but. Like I said, we're just lacking those touchdowns. Yeah, Micah was also lacking touchdowns. Nothing from Nick Chubb, only four points. Uh, five points from David Montgomery. And also, no touchdowns from Travis Kelsey. My God, I would have lost money if I bet that. Prime time. This, yeah. guy's, this guy's good for two or three touchdowns every week. You got nothing this week. I mean, I, I still think he put up... Decent numbers. I I thought I think I said last week after that fourth touchdown game, I'm like he blew his load. He's not going to score a touchdown for a couple weeks now. But and he didn't. But he still put up 12 points, double digits, and a very very low scoring week, which definitely isn't bad. No, I mean you got 12 points without a touchdown. That's that's what you want. But uh, a touchdown really would have been handy for Michael this week. That's for sure. So um, too bad. Micah takes the loss. Turtle, you get the victory. Uh, I'd say uh, fortunate, I'd say. And let's move on to the next matchup. Fortunate. (laughs) And we have Kowalski's Cracka-Ass Crackas versus Matt's I Don't Want to Mostert a Thing, I believe, was the title. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yep. We'll go with that. And uh, Kowalski gets the victory, seventy-one to sixty-eight. Another nail biter, and this one again did come down to Monday Night Football. Uh, Kowalski got four touchdowns out of Joe Burrow, thirty-three points. Uh, huge, huge game um, against the once feared New Orleans Saints. They are not feared anymore, I don't think. Um, Huge game from his quarterback. He had a good game from uh, this white receiver from Indianapolis, Alec Pierce, with 11 points and a touchdown. Um, but other than that, not much. He he ended up playing uh, Lat Murray on Monday night. And I want to say they were tied going into Monday night football. Kowalski had Lat Murray, and Matt had Mike Williams, BMW. And... Lat Murray outscores Mike Williams five to two, and we were talking about this game quite a bit while it was going on. I was getting very angry because I need Kowalski to lose, and this guy he plays Lat Murray, who's been with the team for one week, and he out he ends up outscoring the number one receiver on a very pass happy offense. Turtle, I couldn't believe it when it happened, and I still can't believe it, but. Uh, Talk to me about what happened here. Yeah, I was in the chat as well. I I would have lost every dollar I own if someone was like, I'll bet you Latavius Murray versus Mike Williams on Monday Night Football. I just would have lost all my money. Uh, Latavius Murray got 
all of the touches. It, it was just super fluky. Like all of a sudden they just bench Melvin Gordon after two, three carries, whatever it was, and, and just gave 15 to Lat Murray. Just stupid stuff. Matt should have won this. He also had a negative five out of his defense, which was the Packers versus the Jets. So <laughs> yes. Prime time that game. Prime that, times Jets. That, yes. That is why K Wall. <laughs> Is lucky, fortunate. I would say <laughs> a little, for, very fortunate. This fortunate, one, sure, for, sure, sure, fortunate. Uh, Matt did have a good game out of Raymondre Stevenson, who was my breakout player. Uh, Twenty-two points. Tyree Kill, I guess, doesn't matter who's quarterbacking. Uh, Nineteen points. Uh, a dud game from uh, Lamar Jackson, though. Only nine points. And I, I figured. It was going to be a get-right game for for Lamar against the Giants, but uh, I guess not. Um, yeah, that, those Jets really uh, fucked Matt over this week. Primetime, I know you're a big Jets guy. Why don't you uh, talk about this matchup? <laughs> yeah, as, as a new Jet fan, I guess you want to say, uh, it was remarkable, remarkable to watch. Uh, watching Aaron Rodgers struggle against a defense that's, sub, I, I would say, mediocre, uh, was very reassuring. The fact that it was in Green Bay was even better. Like, yes, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Sunday was terrible, especially those uh, those noon games. But that was the diamond in the in the rough. <laughs> you know, that was great stuff. Whew, it was fun. It was very rough. Uh, but again, Kowalski goes to five and one. Uh, I'd say fortunate to win this game. <laughs> Speaking of fortunate, let's go to the next matchup. <laughs> we have what are you talking about? Bishop's Pasta La Vista versus Mike's Lucky Lucianos. And Bishop shocks the world 69 to 66. You took down Mike. Uh, do you fear for your safety? Yeah, I uh I've been watching uh like look, looking over my shoulder everywhere I go and uh it's very it's uh it gets on your your like your heart starts pumping harder and now I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack even though because I'm I'm more aware of what's going on around me. So I kind of feel like how BDI uh feels like all the time just <laughs> constantly paranoid. Uh people are out to get them. That's where I'm that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, uh, you got a big game out of your special teams and kicker. Uh, good game from Kirky. And a touchdown for Zeke. I, it was like it was 2015 all over again. Um, I watched a little bit of that game, and uh, I think it was, it was the, that was the Aikman-Buck game. Yeah. Yeah, I it was either Troy Aikman or Buck said... Ezekiel Elliott does really well against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I immediately hit the mute button as soon as I heard that. Uh, but yeah, 13 for 81 and a touchdown. I guess I'll take it. You know, that's yeah, that's uh, probably his best output this year. So, uh, Yes, it is his highest scoring game this year. Your first round pick, uh, 13 points. So. We we did it. I'm, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. This all makes sense now that you're a, a newly uh, minted Jets fan, as you've rostered your uh, you've constructed your fantasy roster after them. 
just like a good kicker and defense and then just kind of shit thrown in <laughs> to, to make the offense work. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah all you got to do is like stuff. stumble yeah. to a victory. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't have to look pretty. <laughs> it's not pretty. I got a very threatening text from Mike like very early in the morning the next day. And yeah, it was fun. <laughs> is there a lot of bridges in Florida where you live? I just, 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 just a question. Uh, I mean, probably, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up until like three weeks ago, there was a lot yeah. of bridges. Not anymore. Hurricane um, jokes. <laughs> uh, Mike gets a dud out of his Dallas quarterback, uh, Cooper Rush. Uh, he had he had golf on a bye. He was kind of stuck into playing him. Uh, only three points. Dallas Cowboys end up losing three points for him. Again, a lot of defensive deductions this week for fantasy teams it's kind of crazy like everybody was bad at picking defense this week. <laughs> uh so any anything to say about your first victory go ahead the floor is yours sir um uh, it feels good but it, it it feels right and i could start uh as lovey used to say start stacking victories so my opponent this week whoever that may be we'll find out in the next show uh he better watch out that's all I gotta say. <laughs> okay, you're one on one in five on the season, but you're still zero and six versus league average. So, I think everyone's like, I think five, I just looked. Four teams beat league average. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. It was a it was a rough week for league <laughs> league average. <laughs> so anyway, congrats on the victory again. Fortunate. Let's go to the next matchup. And we have Pee-wee McLean's Cologne Rocks versus Worms team. Taylor and Pee-wee takes the victory this week. Only one team scoring 100 points, and it was Pee-wee McLean 104 to 84. Uh, I would say Worm is very unfortunate this week uh, to be playing Pee-wee McLean. He would have beat, like, everybody but two teams in the league this week, but unfortunately he played the highest player. Uh, balanced attack from Pee-wee McLean. Uh, f- I look at the scores here. 15 from Holmes, 19 from Eckler, 15 from Kenneth Walker, 16 from Brees Hall, uh, 12 from Gabe Davis. I mean, like, he's getting it points from everybody. Nobody scored 20 points, but he doesn't need it if he's getting 15 from everybody. And Worm had a dud from that uh, jabroni uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback against the Jets. Like we've saw, we've talked about plenty already, and uh, a dud again from Cortland Sutton on Monday Night Football. He did have a chance here, but it was not a good chance. Um, Pew McLean's team is very dangerous and scary, and definitely the best in this league, guys. Uh, Turtle, what do you think about his team? Look at his players. My problem with his team is. Every single one of his running backs for the past three weeks has scored at least a touchdown. They're not going to do that every week. Like, they're just not. Like, it it can't happen. So, and Gabriel Davis as well. So, once all of these guys on every single week for three weeks straight don't score those points, they don't have, they they look normal. So, uh, they have an awesome team with a huge upside. I, I like it, but those touchdowns don't last forever. Yeah, he got the only jet I wanted that I couldn't get. <laughs> and uh, I'm just Seriously? looking at... Yeah, Brees Hall has double digits in every game except for week one. Yep. 
It's remarkable. Yeah, Pee Wee McLean's team looks uh, very difficult to beat this year, and I am sorry for those people who are still in contention because uh, that's going to be a, a tough out. Yeah, the balanced attack is the hardest part to overcome. I mean, sure, you got guys that can score 30 points every once in a while, but if you got a, a team full of guys that can that can score 15 every week, that's 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 rough. And uh, Worm, another good game from Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Brian Robinson got shot twice six weeks ago, and he scores a goddamn touchdown this week in the NFL. It, that's pretty fucking crazy. Um, uh, good game out of Michael Pittman, but not enough to take down Pee Wee McLean. Again, Worm was very unfortunate. And let's go. He did bench Juju. We talked a lot of shit last week. I don't know if he listened to it, but he did bench Juju. Yeah. And let's go to the last matchup. We have Giuseppe's the Ted Lasso way versus BDI's D's nuts. Second coming. Giuseppe takes down BDI 85 to 78. Um, I woke up, uh, Sunday morning, I was out of town and I didn't know, I don't know who Dion Jackson is. I still don't, but apparently he, he catches a ton of balls and scores 21 points. Turtle, do you know anything about this Dion Jackson? Yeah, I played him on DraftKings this week. Um, just because it's the full point per catch. I didn't expect him to score like that. So, uh, yeah, I thought he was a play, but not that good. Yeah, hell of a pickup by Giuseppe. Um, he could have been had by anybody, but he got him, put him in his lineup, and got paid off. Uh, he got paid off by the Jamar Chase acquisition, 27 points, two touchdowns. Very good. Um, Kyler Murray, excuse me, Kyler Murray is still a big pile of shit, though. Uh, no touchdowns, five points. I don't understand what happened in Arizona. They were like a offensive juggernaut last year, and now they can't score touchdowns, so that's, that's a little concerning. Um, BDI, <clears throat> big game from his uh, wide receivers, 22 from Stephon Diggs, 10 points from Cooper Cup, but his uh, Seattle connection really let him down here. Geno only five points, no touchdowns. And Tyler Lockett, your guy, Turtle. Tyler Lockett, two points. Uh, he's always been a boom-bust kind of guy, and this week was a definitely bust week. It was all part of the plan. <laughs> yeah. Trust a, the process. <laughs> a sabotage drop from Turtle and uh, <laughs> and a sabotage gotcha. trade from, from Bishop here, taking down BDI. Uh, Cooper Cup, I can't believe it. He only scored ten points. It's that's that's very unlike him. Um, so BDI that might be, yeah. That was to say that might be his lowest game this year. Until I just clicked on this thing and it says he's questionable with the foot, and I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Ooh, so maybe there's an injury there. Who knows? Um, mm. but you got to be loving this. I mean, BDI is five hundred, and you got his first round pick. So you're you're smiling. Keep beating BDI. That's my my slogan this year. <laughs> yes, I think I think that's a lot of people's slogan. But uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk about some money. 
And at quarterback, we have Hollywood Joe Burrow for Kowalski. Straight cash, homie. Running back, Ray Mondre Stevenson for Matt. Straight cash, homie. Wide receiver, we have Jamar Chase from Giuseppe. Straight cash, homie. Let's go to the start of the week. Start of the week. <clears throat> and we talk about Deion Jackson. Um, I I don't. How early was Jonathan Taylor ruled out? Because I was, like I said, I was out of town. I wasn't plugged into the inactives and stuff like that. Was it turtle? Was it at the normal time or was it earlier? I think it was the day before. It was the day before. Okay. Damn. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, start of the week, 21 points. He finds that off the waiver wire. Uh, that's 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 award-worthy every time. There's so many to choose from this week, guys. So many bad <laughs> yeah. performances from good players. Uh, so many letdowns. But uh, I got to give it to Big Mike Williams and for Matt. Again, he couldn't outscore Lat Murray, a guy who got to the team a week before. I'm going to keep saying it because I'm still mad about it. <laughs> so congrats, Matt. One lucky And we're going to give this to Kowalski. We, we, we had quite the conversation in the Discord about this award. <laughs> and I, I want to talk about it just a bit because... Being lucky is not a bad thing. I know some people might take shade, but it's not shade. Being lucky is good. And with every single fantasy game, luck plays a part. A guy drops a pass. A guy catches a pass. A guy fumbles or doesn't fumble. A guy gets hurt. He doesn't get hurt. You know, it goes for either team. So, I mean, I would rather be lucky than good every time. Um... So yeah, like every every win and loss is lucky and unlucky in in one way or the other, and I don't think you should be mad if you're lucky. Turtle, I know you get mad when I say you're lucky. So uh, do do you agree with me, or or are you uh do you want to take a different side here? I really don't get mad. Like I'll throw out a reaction, but I really, I mean, who cares? I think my team is better than its record. So, I mean, when you're getting your ass beat all the time and then you finally get a fucking win over a terrible team and you get called lucky, it just feels like shit. So, uh, I understand, but uh, unfortunately, K-Wall, you're the luckiest. Bishop, what do you think about uh, this award? I think it, it, it's it's kind of it's hard to dish out because it's entirely subjective. Uh, world's worst fantasy owner is entirely objective so that there's no there's no debate there but uh what do you think about this should we keep doing yeah, I, this oh i'm definitely down because for the reactions but uh i mean like in if you think about it in theory every week there's six people who get who, who could be lucky you know what i'm saying like it's fantasy football right you're an injury away from losing everything and it's uh i like the fact that we just go with the i i, I guess there is no real sub uh, objective way to do it uh i do it for, i would recommend picking the person who will give us the greatest reaction for the podcast so <laughs> i like that yeah no yeah for sure there's no way that we get rid of this like fuck people's feelings <laughs> even if it's me like i don't care that much 
it, we're we're giving this to somebody, and you will have to feel lucky that week. Yeah, like, lucky to have that win. Like if BDI went undefeated and won the Super Bowl, I would give him lucky bastard every single week, just to like let him know, <laughs> you know, just to give the uh, rub yeah, the salt like, in a little bit. Well, there's no chance. Yeah, that, like we're hurting people's feelings as much as possible during this segment. So, I don't know if okay. feelings are hurt, but it's just, you know, people ask questions. Well, whatever. Yeah, we yeah, have yeah, to, yeah. We have to defend yeah, sure. it. You know what I'm saying? So It's yeah. about keeping knocking yeah, people down a peg. That's how That's I would Yes, it. exactly. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, congrats, K. Wall, on your win, I guess. The worst fantasy football owner of the week. You need not look at the standings. Oh, Santino. That's two weeks in a row, I believe. Uh, what did you have? You had 55 points. Um, I mean, I didn't have much more, but uh, you were the, you were the lowest scorer this week. So, uh, got to wear that one too, buddy. All right, that's going to do it for this week six recap show. Fantasy football. Scoop and... Alright, show's over, I'm tired. Scoop and Poop Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com. <laughs>